Hi! Welcome to the second episode, y'all. Hopefully I don't sound as nervous and robotic and dumb because I'm sitting here with one of my bestest of friends it's today. me. The bestest of friends. It, this is Mark, everybody. <laughs> Say hi, Mark. Hi. Mark, hi. where can they find you on Instagram? Um, you can find me at PandaWhite2107 because that's my drag name. Yeah. Also, before I start this, um, just with our current times and where we're at, and obviously this is very important, y'all need to register to vote. Ah, that's right. Register to vote. If you follow me on Instagram or if you're watching this now because I'm also on the live while I'm recording this, um, it is important to vote, obviously. Um, God, just look... Uh, Vote 411 was an amazing outlet for me to be able to see who's running and then be able to do further research on the candidates. So vote411.org, I think. And then on my Instagram page, if you do follow me on Instagram at Saverin, um, I do have the link to uh, SC Votes. So you could uh, check that out as well. Oh my God, I'm hitting my phone because it is locking. Okay, so Mark. Yes. Like, who are you? I'm just like, a girl, a woman, maybe. Well, actually, I, I, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> actually, I'll, I'll, I'll tell everybody what Mark is because, like, sometimes people get confused as to, like, what he does. So, Mark, um, Mark actually works at the Swamp Rabbit Cafe, but on his free time, Mark helps me out with the store with plant running, um, doing my numbers for, like, you know, because I cannot wrap my head around that ever. <laughs> And he has been an amazing friend and really helping me in that situation. He's also like, he'll be here every time, every now and then, and you'll see him in the store. Yeah, but Mark definitely helps me, like, <laughs> figure out all my things in the store for the most part because I'm, like, so chaotic. And I'm so moody, unfortunately, that sometimes I don't get things done that I should get done. But, yeah, that is what Mark does here for the store. So, technically, he works here, but not really. He's I'm more of, like, my comfort. Second. Yeah, I'm, like, comfort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's my comfort and he gets stuff done. But other than that, Mark, like what like what were you doing before all this and like led you up to here in Greenville? And so I moved up to Greenville originally because I was going to work for um Clemson University and I ended up hating the job that I was in. It just really wasn't for me and it wasn't a good match. And I ended up quitting and just kind of working at the Swamp Rabbit Cafe. And um, I was actually recently promoted. Woo! So, woo! Yeah. Um, <laughs> so now it's like a, I have a like full-time like managerial position there. You do. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's amazing. And it's like you obviously proven yourself more than worthy for the position. But I also wanted to like kind of like bring up your past past. So Mark spent some time in Japan. And while he did spend that time in Japan, he also took... Um, classes in Ikebana. That's right, yeah. Is that, like, exactly how you say that? Yeah, Ikebana. And go ahead, you can explain what Ikebana is. Oh, okay, so um, Ikebana is the traditional Japanese art of flower arranging. And it's very, like, architectural. It can be very uh, minimalistic. Um, It can be fuller, but most of the ones that I've seen are have the tendency to emphasize lines of plants and certain, like, uh, ways of putting it in. We use things called uh, Kenzan, which is a pin frog for any of you that know flowers. Um, but it's a it's relaxing, it's zen, and it's fun to like create something out of flowers. 
Yeah, no, and you do a really good job with it. And, like, right now he's trying to, like, slowly get into it even more. Hi. Into it even more. And now it's just pretty much finding flowers for you. Also, yeah. if you guys hear weird noises in the background, I'm actually, again, recording in the store. And there's a barbershop right behind me. And, you know, people just, Whoa. but whatever. But, yeah, it's yeah. finding flowers for yeah. you that are interesting and, and everything. I actually just found a teacher um for my school all the just like martial arts that have different schools that all teach the same thing but maybe different ways uh floral japanese floral arranging schools uh worlds the same thing there's like there's like the big four or five schools and there's other schools that are offshoots of those schools um but pretty much everybody wants to do their own style because they think theirs is the best and theirs is the shit and I'm the same way. So there was a lot of Ikenobo and like so gets uh, teachers here, but none of my school, which is Ohara. And I finally found one, and I'm so excited because I can finally continue studying. <laughs> yeah, and I mean like, yeah, no, it's a it's a very cool minimalistic like looking type of arrangement. And this is like no tea to all the florists in town, but like obviously none of them are really doing any of that. Um, because that doesn't really cater to the yeah, audience here, but it's great. A different, yeah, it's a different, like, um, aesthetic, I right. should say. And it's great. And it, it, again, it's a different aesthetic. So, like, for me, I'm always personally, business wise and idea wise, I'm like, listen, if it doesn't exist in Greenville or like in these small towns that we live in, like, freaking go for it. Yeah. Like, the, what's the worst you can do if people are like, oh, that's not our thing? Like, but like, push it, push it. I believe that you can. Um, sell I like I'm selling dirt right now I feel like you can sell dirt if you just put your heart into it and really like sell the product um, but obviously that takes a lot of like believing in it and all that stuff um, but yeah outside of like again like Mark he he works at Swamp he technically works for me he does Ikebana as well but one of Mark's other biggest passions <laughs> oh my god yes what and like I thought was the most amazing thing when I first met you because I've never like I've had friends but that carried bags, but I've never had friends who carry bags. Ah, oh my Mark, God. Mark carries, pro, like, he has his orange Prada over there. Oh. Mark carries Celine. I do love Celine. He carries Balenciaga. I love Balenciaga. <laughs> but, yeah, oh. Mark, Mark's very much into designer bags as well. But just designer bags. Like, really, I, I really, I mean... I just love designer bags. They just, they're just so well put together. It's art, you know. A lot of it you is resellable. The price will go up if it's something nice. And people will call me crazy because they're like, "Oh my god, I'll never spend that much money on a bag." But I, I actually used to sell them at Nordstrom down in Miami. Whoa, three hundred five. Oh my god, <laughs> three hundred five. And um, I just, I fell in love. I really did with just like because you hear about how they put them together and the art and the inspiration. It's like you know pieces of art that you can wear, just like anything. Right. So you know, and I love it, and I love doing like, I like the new stuff. I like the consigned stuff. Consignment is a good way to get things cheaply. Am I right, ladies? Well, uh-huh. um, and you know, and I like the stuff, and I like the new emerging designers. I like to wear new emerging designers. One of my favorites is, uh. Medea or Media, I mean, their bags are made to... The one that I have looks like I'm holding a shopping bag, but it's leather, baby. Oh, my gosh. Oh, on a leather. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's a leather woman. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, 
Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I I think someone said Michael Kors. Mm-hmm. I've sold... Uh, that's not someone, that's Bryant. Oh, is it Bryant? Yeah. Oh, Bryant. Bryant. We, so, people listening to the podcast, I do have the live up and people are messaging on there as well. Yeah. And Bryant's like, ooh, do you carry Michael Kors? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I, I'm not a fan of Michael Kors, but that doesn't mean I will, you know, anyone that wears it is terrible. Right. Mark is just... I'm just, he, just, he just loves the finer things in I'm life. I'm just a woman that just wants to have it all. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and it's great. And honestly, the moment I met you and you had, like, your big old designer bag and then you had your acne sneakers and I was just like, oh, yeah, who right. is this bitch? And then the moment he was like, oh, I worked at Nordstrom, I was like, there she is. Like, ah, sorry. Um, but, yeah, on top of, again to just add to Mark's little repertoire of just life. Mark also um, does drag when he has time <laughs> as Panda White. White yes. uh, from the House the of White. White. Oh. <laughs> That's actually an interesting story because I'm not a professional drag queen. I just do it for fun. Yeah. But the um, the fraternity that I was a part of, Delta Lambda Phi, Lambda Man one time, ooh, um, Beta Delta Chapter Baby is actually the national gay bisexual Oh, I don't know what's happening. So we got cut off midway. Ooh, so we got cut off midway because my mom called, but... Tita! Yeah. Anyway, I don't even remember what we were talking about, honestly. I was just talking about drag. Drag. Yeah. Panda away. Where he's from. Mom be calling, though. Oh, my God, Brian. But, yeah. And, again, another thing to add to Mike's little repertoire. I just he like could also speak stuff. Japanese. I do. I lived in Japan for five years, as AJ said. And it was also part of my major. And I studied abroad there twice, so... It's just, you know, like a small talent, like a little <laughs> something I developed. Go ahead, give us something in Japanese. Should I just introduce myself? Yeah. Uh, minasan, konnichiwa, watakushi wa Mark to moshimase. Ano, AJ-san no assistant desu. Yoroshiku nugai itashimasu. Right. Right, right, yeah. So, I guess we could get more into a little bit of the not touchy subjects but like sure. okay so when Mar- mark and i for oh i guess we could talk about this when mark and i first met i'm gonna tell my side it's very quick when i first met mark i was already tipsy as hell <laughs> we were at our friend um we were at our friend mary wellens mary welsh 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 um, mary Hi, of Hi, swamp mary. rabbit we were at her house and um our friend victor was making uh, margaritas but he was making stupid yeah. yeah morgan sorry was making really strong margaritas and so by that time i was already tipsy i already talked to like ben and like obviously nathan was there and all that um but <laughs> then we started i sat at the table with a couple other people and mark started kind of like talking and <laughs> what it's he, your side he, he introduced himself and he's like hi i'm mark and i was like hi i'm aj and then that was literally it and like my whole time like meeting mark i was like oh my god this guy hates me he's got like a lot of filipinos rather don't like they just don't like me for some reason and it's whatever whatever you know that whole story but like i was like i'm never gonna talk to him ever again <laughs> and then that was the last i've ever saw mark in like two weeks faded off into yeah. the distance but go ahead and tell them all right so what actually happened oh my god sorry, you're gonna yell sorry, the mic out so what actually happened was i met this party mary invited me to this party uh nathan shows up bringing in this cute little like filipino boy looking real cute and i'm like oh 
God, look at him. I mean, AJ, then AJ had grew his hair out. It was done right. He had like a really nice print shirt on. He had the French tuck where it was like one part of like the bottom was tucked in halfway and then the other side was hanging out. Good tight oh shorts. <laughs> nice and brown. <laughs> Dewy. <laughs> Supple. Supple. <laughs> um, so, um, and I was like, oh, fuck. He's good looking and Filipino and I am just this roly poly Filipino boy over here. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go and say hello to him and that's it. That you know, I'm I'm gonna introduce myself. Two Filipinos in a room can't not say anything to each other. Um so um I've been trying to make a point of like saying hello to him throughout the whole party. But you didn't. But I did not. I was missing those opportunities <laughs> a lot. And, like, really weird and, like, creepy, like, walking back and forth. And they just said he noticed me walking back and forth from the bath. I was trying to join the conversation. It just wasn't working. I no. don't know. Um, so, finally, that same conversation that AJ was saying, like, I joined the conversation we were talking about. Probably, like, dating or something silly like that. And um, I was like, okay, here it is. And I was like, hi. Oh, by the way, my name is Mark. Because I hadn't introduced myself. And he's like... AJ. You stupid bitch. <laughs> He's making like this sour face with my hand reaching like, out right uh, now. Like dead, I don't know, my dad calls it the dead fish, but like, like the, mm, like, like, mm. and this is stupid. <laughs> and I was like, wow, wow, this bitch right here, I'll probably never see her again. <laughs> He's so dumb. But yeah, like, so that was our first meeting. Then I'm going to fast forward through a lot of things. But like, we met um, at a party again. I introduced him to a couple of my friends. And then like, you know, whatever. We started Anna, hanging out. Laurel. Best friends for yeah. forever. And then um, oh. there was one night we went to go watch the gay man. Um, the South, the South Francisco, the San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus documentary at the Peace Center. And like, whatever, we went there, went to Trapdoor, which if you don't know what Trapdoor is, you definitely need to go visit it. It's Delicious. in downtown Greenville. Um, beautiful place. My friend Andrew is one of the chefs there now. So yes, get Ooh. it. Um, but he, uh, we started like bonding over like how hard it is <laughs> to be a gay minority, which leads me into this subject, Mark. Oh my God, we're gay minorities. <laughs> I, um, I'm pretty brown and I am pretty gay. Right, and Ooh. it's like we both like experienced it, I guess, a little differently because I was raised, I'm first generation Filipino and Mark is adopted. I'm adopted by, by, by two white people. Two white people, Italian. Ital like Italian, English, German, Irish. Right, so like our experiences were very different in that sense. Like mine was... My mom was a nurse, my dad was in the military, so he wasn't there as much. But my mom, since my dad wasn't there, um, tried to make it very easy and really normalize me and my sister's life, my sister and I's life, um, so that we wouldn't feel any different or we wouldn't feel any type of way. So like I was raised growing that I was like, there was no difference. Like I am just as good as the next person. And then obviously in my teen years, my mom, you know, explained, you know, there are some things and X, Y, Z and that kind of, I mean, I'm a cocky teen at that point. Like, cause I'm just like, Oh, I want to do art. I want to do all these things, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, she, she, um, led me to believe differently and I began to see it as I grew up and be enveloped into queer communities and like learning more about um, who I am as a gay man 
and realizing that even within gay communities, there are still racial issues, like huge racial divide, the extreme use of racial slurs and it not being looked at anything um, terrible. Um, and then that's what me and Marky were talking about. Even dating, dating's difficult because we, um, usually Asian men yeah. are like fetishized in different yeah. types of ways, or which is annoying. not wanted, period. <laughs> or just not wanted, period. It goes with that horrible phrase, no fats, no femmes, no Asians. And like, that's an awful phrase that like, I saw dudes in like boys town, in boys town, like they would wear a shirt that said that. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? I got asked if I was part of the rice patty. And what I didn't understand. I know, I didn't understand what that meant. And they were like, well, it's the group of Vietnamese, Filipinos, Koreans. I was like, that is hella problematic like also who are these people because i want to know and like you know met them hung out with them they were all totally fine but they definitely knew that they had to stick together because they couldn't like feel any type of way but i'm gonna like just put a stance on that for me personally where like how you blend in in crowds and how you like fix yourself to whoever is totally up to you um it is also up to the people that are around you obviously if you vibe with them you vibe with them if you don't you don't luckily for me i was in a group in chicago that was mixed uh from every group or every type of queer person you could think of so i got very lucky but like you know, don't ever think that you have to stick to one grouping ever in life, queer or not queer, just like it's it's all it's all up to you, honestly, and who you find. And, you know, if you stay yourself, honestly, those people will just randomly come up. But uh, now I'm like talking too much. Go ahead. Like, oh, well, talk about so your it's experience. a little it's yeah, it's a little different for me because I was adopted. Right. So I was raised in white culture. I was raised in a prime predominantly white suburb um i'm from i'm from a pretty you know upper middle class family um i really don't think i ever understood that i had any kind of um i guess difference of like skin or anything like that or that it was even a problem as me as a gay male because i came out in eighth grade um and i was very lucky because everybody in my in my middle school and my high school were just very cool about it. Um, the teach and I was I grew up in a pretty conservative town, but everybody just was very cool about it. And I and I thank my lucky stars a thousand times over that I had such cool friends on parent and my friends' parents were cool. I I I just never really, you know. But I think um where it really started um becoming an issue for me was dating like once I got down to I was you know a gay once I was like oh I'm I'm gonna start dating because I after high school and college I really wanted to start meeting guys and going on dates like I I couldn't find anybody (laughs) nobody wanted to date me because one reason or another I mean I I've always been like kind of a chunky guy but even in like like the bearish community like nobody was interested in me (laughs) And I couldn't understand what it was. And it wasn't until I feel I feel like it wasn't until I moved to uh, to Japan or I joined the like the J- Japan bear community that people really wanted to date me because I a looked like them. I was Asian of an Asian descent. And so they could like Relate. I was like yeah or I was like part of like the normal or like this is what we want is like you know you know very Asian guys and right. just here like I've 
I've had zero to no luck when it comes to dating. I just, you know, it's just like they're not interested. And that's fine, you know. Right, because then it's just like, obviously that means um, you lived in Japan. Obviously, that means, um, you know, obviously they aren't the right people, especially down here in the South. Like, yeah, again, dating is difficult for me as well. Like, it's really hard to find people to even, like, really connect with on, like, extreme yeah. personal levels. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a weird world. Like, I, it's not like it's, it's amazing because um, just like um, there's people like Mark who are like supremely individualized people in the sense of like what they think, how they dress, um, what they talk about, how they have attitude swings, like things like that, um, that, you know, still persevere throughout all these things. And I, I love it. And it has like, you know, it doesn't have anything to do with your race. It just has to do with like your person in general. Yeah. To me. And, and I think I've also learned that that's a lot of it. Like, you know, and me and AJ have talked about this at length. Like, we have very strong personalities. Yeah, we do. We're very strong. We have very strong personalities. We're very interesting people. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? What do you want from me? You're so stupid. We are. We're very no. interesting people. No. No. That's no. right. Like, no, no you are. For sure you are. Like, <laughs> I am actually, like, mad boring. Owns Plant Store. Does... I know, but I do all these things for myself. Like, if people join the ride, they join the ride, and it's great. And that's, like, why it's here. Um, Because basically, to me, the store is, like, my mind. It's what's happening for me. Um, And if it just so happens to work for other people, I'm very happy, and I'm glad that it works. Another goal of the store is that it just makes people feel good and feel happy about themselves. Because, like, that's what plants did for me. It made myself feel good. So it's something that I wanted to share also to have like a nice queer space mm-hmm. where it's like you don't have to be gay and go into this straight environment and feel like you have to assimilate to something i just wanted the store to feel like you can just be yourself um how boring and unrelated how boring and how boring and unrelatable nobody wants you're that you're so stupid <laughs> but like it's um, <laughs> Yeah, but then again, like, I'm like one of these people that, like, I look at everything from all the angles because that's the only way that I can make any form of judgment for myself. And, like, for me, coming back down here I and coming off of, like, a really strong, like, big queer community, my thing was that I need, I myself, and I am, like, very proud of myself for just living and breathing and walking. But, like, <laughs> but, like, yeah. And I, I'm very proud of what, like, what I've done. But this is even before the store and even before the business, just with my work in Chicago and then being done, being able to come back here and fully be myself and not give a shit. And, yeah, I had to own the only options were, like, these straight-ass bars or at the time they had South uh, South 29. But, like, I feel like I've been more myself than ever in Greenville, South Carolina, and, like, have not gotten, have not gotten any flack for it. And, you know, I'm very expressive, obviously. I carry myself a certain type of way. Um, I like a certain type of music. I dress a certain type of way. X, Y, Z. And I feel like you going to the spaces, it's obviously definitely up to you on how you want to be perceived and how you want to be taken. Um, yeah, there is that scary factor of like, oh my God, am I gonna get killed here? Or like, am I, I know, am I going to get killed here? Or are, is somebody gonna wanna punch me in the face? And I'm like, personally, 
bring it. (laughs) (laughs) Personally, don't you test me, bitch. Like, I was raised by a special forces, like, military army dad. Like, if it comes down to it, I'm down. Even though I don't promote that, I don't. (laughs) Don't don't come for me unless I call you. I don't promote violence and cattiness. Like, I'd rather not. But just don't come for me. Because it's not going to be the one. But... Yeah, again, like... Going back to what we were saying. Right. (laughs) Tangents and whatnot. Tangents. It's, you know, me and AJ and I have very strong and varying personalities, which is a little hard for some people that aren't used to, you know... All this. All this. (laughs) Like, it's... I, you know... It is a lot of, you know, queerness. And I have to agree with AJ. I think that since I came to... And the weird, you the weirdest thing is I think I've been more of like comfortable with being like gay and like being like a little bit feminine. And by feminine, I mean a full realized woman, and carrying hands. Just sweet femme. Just sweet femme. Mi amor. Mon cher. Mon chéri. Um, but uh, you know, it's I feel like once you are like, you know what, I don't care. This is yeah, me. that's the fucking you know? ticket. Oh like, my god, I'm like yelling. This mic is probably hating me. Um, but yeah, that's the freaking like, ticket. The once moment... you're just like, yeah, yeah, this is me. What do you want? You want a dollar? Here's one. I don't... <laughs> Can I have fifty cents? <laughs> What? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, the moment, like, oh, God, if I can, like, take that part of me and, like, give it to anybody is the, like, actual, like energy and mindset to not fucking care like oh my god like i i relate in the sense of like the southern upbringing of like always worrying about people because we grew we're asians and we grew up like christian so like the groups we were around i was like internally like learning wow these people actually really suck and they're actually really kind of boring and it's like these people that are very, <laughs> they're the snooty people and that think you have to be XYZ or have XYZ job, car, all the things, go to whatever type of schooling, speak a, uh, speak a certain type of way, um, XYZ. But like literally the moment that you just kind of don't care at all about what people are doing and just doing what makes you happy with a respect, like, not a respectful way, in a respectful way to yourself and like, what not like oh my god is the most freeing thing ever like i am just a bit we both are just free big bitches this whole podcast and life thing is just pretty much us gassing each other right now <laughs> like full on not gaslighting gassing each other up and like yeah it's just like the, I, I wish i could tell if the biggest thing i would tell anybody and my growing up with my mom she was a obviously growing up with my mom lol she was a traveling nurse and she would go um to like majority older uh patients and the thing they told me the most is just like fucking live your life girl like just live your life before it's too late so like obviously taking that in at a very young age i was like on a hundred yeah all the time just like ready to do the next thing didn't care what was gonna happen didn't care about like xyz and i know i kind of speak that kind of speaks in a sense of like oh god we're gonna like privilege i don't even want to get into privilege right now that's like a whole conversation this is only supposed to be 30 minutes like (laughs) but like i know that sounds like a place of privilege but it's also a place of victory in a sense of like you just don't give a 
fuck about what people think of you. And, like, I think my... And this is, like, in your... This could be in your workplace or in your, like, normal-ass life, in your everyday life. Um, take it as you will. Like, obviously, you have to give a fuck about something at one point. Here we are. And I think it's hard, though, because they're definitely... It goes through, like, you know... Because people are... Because people... I'm sure people are hearing us, and they're like, well... I cannot give a fuck, but then it gets scary. Oh, it gets it's scary. Scary. And that's true. That's like (laughs) it's true. Like it's hard. And I mean and I I won't lie, I'm not like, oh my god, this is me a hundred percent of the time. There definitely there's still definitely times where I'm like, oh maybe just a little bit. Maybe like seventy five percent. But you know, it's working towards that living your a hundred percent life and this is who I am and take off the hair wig. Take off your lashes. Take off your lashes. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, well, I mean, it's it's a little different for me because, like, my my, um, way I am kind of, like, varies from one person to another. I I, I can't, I can't, I can't, Brian. Um, (laughs) So funny. Like, to me, it's person, excuse me, person to person, like, what my experience, like, how I'm going to be because it's just, like, I don't trust a lot of people. I have trust issues, but I am going to be nice and like open and want to talk. But like, oh God, I, I feel like I am myself usually 100% of the time. Yeah. Like, cause I just don't have the ener- the mental energy. I'm already upset about my own life sometimes. So it's like, I don't have the mental energy to try to please you. Like <laughs> I'm already trying to make myself happy here. Like I don't have time for you, Gina. So I think we are running out of time here because Mark has to go play D and D. Oh my God! Why did you say shh and be like a fairy? Sorry, I'm like I say shh to Mark because the mic. I'm scared this is gonna be terrible. But, but gets loud by but himself. Gets louder. But know, gets loud by himself. So I thought this would be a nice little thing. Oh my God! Karen Shipper just popped up and she's watching this. Karen, I, like, I love your cards. I love your cards. They're so cool. They're so Karen, encouraging. I love you. Karen Shipper, y'all, you should follow her on Instagram. She's like. She does these cool, like, um, illustrations and, like, prints and everything. Karen Shipper, it's K-A-R-E-N dot Shipper, S-C-H-I-P-P-E-R. I am such, like, an, uh, like, I'm like, go get it, girl. Go, go get it. Go promote them. <laughs> Right. So I thought we, I would love to, like, do this little thing where me and Mark kind of just use one words to describe, like, our situations. Like, for instance, if he knows that I'm upset, he'll just be like, Dewey. And it's just kind of, like, explaining, not explaining, like, describing, like, who we are, what we are. How we're feeling. And sometimes it just, it's just a, it's a word, it's a feeling, it's whatever. So I'm just going to start out with one, Dewey. Dewey. Um, soft. Melanin. Brown skin. Queer. Like, dewdrops on roses. butterfly wig waking up in a field crystals <laughs> <laughs> like babbling brooks outside of your house oh my god babbling brooks in the moonlight <laughs> day glow a <laughs> glowing at night oh, oh my god <laughs> oh god moonbeams <laughs> The Oxford comma always seems to wheedle its way in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The Oxford comma. The Oxford comma. Tipping 20%. Oh, bitch. 
even if the service is bad. What is that one? <laughs> Drinking an espresso and being able to use the bathroom immediately, immediately. in the comfort of your own home. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Knowing the difference between a latte and a brevet. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Everybody stops watching. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I lost it. Oh my god. Ooh, Max Patch. Max Patch. <laughs> Picnics with clotted cream. Oh, charcuterie board. Charcuterie board. Um, Wedgwood. Oh my god. I can't think of what it's called. But it's like the one where you burn the top of the sugar from brulee. But the brown part? Burned Alaska. <laughs> um. <laughs> A humidifier. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Um, those little things that you pour the oil in and then it's like... <gasps> Ooh, coconut oil. Yeah. And no, like, coconut oil. Oh, oh, coconut oil. That's the <laughs> other word. Coconut oil. Um, chabon, which is like soap. <laughs> the glimmer in your eyeballs. The glimmer at night. <gasps> Glitter. <gasps> Roman candles soaring above. <laughs> I knew you were going to go twilight. <laughs> just close enough that we just barely touch. <laughs> I'm trembling. <laughs> I'm still trembling. <laughs> oh my god. But oh yes, man. like again, that was... <laughs> that was so our, stupid. That's what our friendship was you, like. I, I also like realized I didn't end it with something that I usually like to... Well, continue with... We didn't even talk about plants. Sorry, I know this oh is my a God. plant thing. We can still talk about it. You know, what is your favorite plant right now, Marky? Um, my favorite plant right now is definitely... Um, do flowers count? Can I name a flower? Yeah, or you do can you name want a, a house plant? You can name a flower and a house plant. Okay, yeah. so my favorite house plant right now is um, the Monstera that I revived. I knew you were going to say it. I Okay, so when we were plant run, um, sometimes they have like those little like discount-like shelves... And there was this one sad-looking, like, tiny Monstera leaf that everybody kept walking past because they didn't know it was a Monstera leaf because it wasn't, it didn't turn into it. And our good friend, Angie, Angie, <laughs> I don't know if she's going to watch this, who works there, um, what, was like, you know what, just take it. And I revived that sucker, and she's got, like, seven leaves now, and she's coming up. She's coming for your gear, girl, coming for you. Barbara. Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> oh and my then, god. Uh, my favorite my favorite flower are peonies, which AJ doesn't like because they smell too bad. They smell right? You said you don't like peonies. I like to look at them, I don't like the smell of them. That's I very love correct. Both of them. I love bury Bug myself. <laughs> no, I don't want to bug. <laughs> but yeah. And oh shoot, what else was I gonna say? Yeah, we talked about plants. How many plants do I own? Yeah, how many plants do you own? I I own a lot, thanks to becoming friends with AJ. I used to only own one, and now I gave, even gave some of them away, but now I think I own, like, jointly with my roommate, Allie. Um, we are co-parenting them. Um, I, we own, like, like, maybe 10, 10 or 11. And then anything from, like, monsteras, snake plants, 
Um, you have a lipstick plan. I, think. I have a lipstick plan. I have um, jasmine. You have a flaming sword. I do have a flaming sword. Vermilion. I have a, a regular vermilion. Um, we've got, I think we have Budo Tails. I think that's one of them mm-hmm. that uh, Laura left. Um, two, three snake plants. So cute. I know. I'm, oh. I'm a mother. Mark, this was like good. Hopefully, the whole first part of this would like. I can paste it together. Also, hopefully, um, the recording of all this isn't terrible. I'm sorry for everybody having to listen to this. Um, let me list a couple of words to describe you. Lovely, human, sexual, healing, supple. We are the world. We are the world. <laughs> um, Chevelle. Chevelle. Sean. <laughs> Je suis. Une femme. <laughs> Anyways, y'all, thank you for listening and thank you for watching on Instagram. Um, yeah, well, I hope you enjoyed that as I did and my throat hurts and this is going to be great. Awesome. We'll see you later. Say bye, Mike. Goodbye. Goodbye.